Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 30th of October and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors and not a particularly nice night in the US on Friday, and of course a weekend of risk as well with the Israeli Gazan situation increasing in its ferocity. We have the Dow Jones down 367 points, or 1.12%, 32,418. It was briefly in the positive, up a whole three points at one stage, down 457 at its worst level. So uh, closing at least off its lows. Nasdaq, though, bucking the trend up 0.4 of a percent, 47 points, 12,643. But the S&P 500 down around 1.18%, not in the middle for diddle, worse than the two of them. Russell 2000 down 1.2% as well. And the VIX volatility index only up a mere 2.7%, 20.81. SPY futures showing a loss of around 1% this morning, 67 points. And so uh, we're going to be in for another tricky start to the week. Resources on uh, Friday and banks are rallying. We did see that uh, ASX 200 up 15 points for a loss of around 1.1% last week. But uh, things are going to continue to be very volatile and weighed down. It is a big week for the US. We do have uh, some non-farm payrolls on Friday. We do have some news from the Fed as well. And we do also have some news from the Treasury in terms of how much money it needs to raise in the bond market to fund the US deficit, which is starting to become a bit of a thing. And we should get an idea this week from Janet Yellen in terms of that bond market issuance, which has required higher yields to attract investors. All right, looking at US stocks trading, NVIDIA up 0.4, AMD up 2.9, Netflix down 1.4, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, is up 2.9%. We had Amazon up 6.8% on the back of those better results. Tesla up 0.7, Alphabet Spaghetti unchanged, Microsoft up 0.6, Apple up 0.8. We do have Apple results this week. But the US banks taking it hard. JP Morgan down 3.6, Goldman Sachs down 2.4, Morgan Stanley are down 2.6% as well. And uh, we have seen Wells Fargo down 2.2%. So expect uh, the banks here to come under a little pressure and also Macquarie to come under a little pressure. CBA uh, was down 0.22% in US and overseas trade. ResMed was down 2.9%, but it was down 4% here in our time. So that was just following that to some extent. UBS down 0.8%, Deutsche up a quarter of a percent, and Barclays having a shocker down 2.3% in UK trade. So nowhere to run, nowhere to hide in that banking sector, which should come under some pressure today. We did see European market stock 600 was down 08 FTSE down 0.9%, Germany down 0.3%, France down 1.4%. So bond yields once again uh, the focal point. US 10 years though, 4.845, down at 10.5 basis points. Two years, still above 5, 5.01. 
and the Aussie 10-year at 4.81 with the Aussie dollar 63.33. Bitcoin coming off a bit as well, 34,553. Looking at commodities, well, of course, we have seen uh, the hostilities in the Middle East increase with the Israelis now uh, in the Gaza Strip. We have uh, oil up 0.5%, pretty muted considering, only up 46 cents to $90.48. Gold WT, uh, WTI oil uh, was pretty much unchanged, but gold having a good night, having a good time, 1.3% higher, 26 bucks, back above 2,000 US dollars an ounce. Silver, 1.4% higher as well. But the LME, not such good news there. Copper down another half a percent. Nickel down 1.15%. Aluminium down 1.1%. Zinc down 1.7%. Ton having a bit of a shocker uh, down 2.1% there. Iron ore eased slightly. Uh, we had uh, uranium uh, pretty much unchanged. And lithium slightly higher looking at the stocks overseas. BHP up 0.8%. Rio up 1.1%. Glencore up 1.1%. Freeport down 0.1, Vale up 3.5%, Arbomile down 0.6, Livent down 1.2, and we did see some uh, big moves in one or two of the US oil stocks. Chevron down 6.4%, Exxon down 1.9%, but Shell managing a 0.4% gain on Friday trade. All right, turning to local news today, we do get September retail sales out at 11.30 today. A survey uh, has expecting 0.3% uh, month-on-month gain uh, today. So we've also got Endeavour Group and IGA with their production reports, and GWA and Sightminder also holding their AGM. This week, too, we have the US Federal Open Markets Committee, better known for those FOMC, Bank of Japan also meeting, and the Bank of England all meeting this week. So it is going to be a big week from central banks, a big week for non-farm payrolls from the US as well. And of course, we do have that Treasury uh, report on how many bonds they will have to issue to fund the Federal Reserve. In company-specific news out this morning, let's run through a few things that are catching my eye this morning. Plenty of broker moves. Uh, first up, Calix. Uh, CXL signs a global license and collaboration agreement with Heirloom Carbon Technologies, which uh, is a royalty uh, agreement, uh, which looks quite uh, good and positive for Calix. Uh, we have uh, a takeover bid here as well for uh, Tito uh, Minerals at 58 cents a share from uh, Zhaojin Mining Industry Company. It's an off-market takeover uh, they are currently the second largest shareholder. They own 7% of the company. No need to do anything just yet. St. Barbara out this morning with FY Simbari Operations Gold Production, 60 to 70,000 ounces, all in sustaining costs, 2,750 to 3,050 Aussie dollars an ounce. That seems quite high, doesn't it? Uh, IVZ, uh, which is Invictus Energy, has issued a well update. Uh, and it is at total depth and in order to commence wireline uh, logging to evaluate multiple zones of interest. So a little bit of uh, news coming out for Invictus, which have had, which did have rather, a pretty good week last week as well. That's a production report out from Remelius this morning as well. 
Romelius Resources, RMS, got Q1 gold production, 55,523 ounces at 1,975 Aussie, all in sustaining costs. Uh, Neo Metals does not wish to proceed with the construction of a vanadium recovery facility. Southern Cross Media has come out and said the ARN Media bid is opportunistic. Uh, that's kind of standard fare there for a unwanted uh, bid from uh, ARN. ResMed, bid upgraded to a buy from Outperform at CLSA. Target decreased though to $20, uh, $29.50 from $33.50. Uh, so a little bit of a downgrade there. Zero has been upgraded to a buy from Outperform at CLSA. Target increased to $134.00 from $115, so that one is of interest. Uh, Macmillan Shakespeare upgraded to a buy from Underperform. Target decreased, however, to $20.20 from $22.60, and that is CLSA again. Smart Group upgraded to Outperform from Underperform. Target increased to $9.20 from $8.30 for that one. Janice Henderson upgraded to a buy from a hold at Bell Potter. Target decreased though to $42.40 from $45. Uh, we have uh, Sightminder upgraded to overweight from market weight at Wilson's. Target increased to $4.69 from $4.65. Hardly worth getting out of bed for with that one. We have Accent Group upgraded to positive from neutral at Evans and Partners. Target increased to $2.24 from $2.19. Harvey Norman Upgraded to neutral from sell at UBS. Uh, the target there is $3.75. Upgraded to a hold from underperform at Jefferies. Target decreased to $3.25 there. And we have uh, news as well that uh, the retiring Bell Financial Group, Alistair Proven, said the company is not for sale. Also news out late on Friday. I'm not sure if you saw this news, but Gina Reinhardt's taken 18% odd of Azure Minerals, AZS, currently under takeover uh, proposals from SQM. So that one getting interesting as well. $3.50, uh, the off-market takeover price. $3.52 is the scheme of arrangement takeover price. And that is about it from me today so far this morning. I'll be back again, of course, with the members' exclusive podcast around 12 o'clock and the end-of-day podcast later today. But in the meantime, have a great day, and of course, may the trading gods be with you.